Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Risky reopening. This place is rocking. They're practicing social distancing. Administration optimism. You will begin to see the economy bounce back in July, August, September. British Prime Minister back at work. We are now beginning to turn the tide. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. As the U.S. closes in on a million cases of the coronavirus, more states are taking steps this week to loosen restrictions and get their economies back up and running. Amid signs, social distancing is working to help flatten the curve. Here's CBS's Mark Strassman. The weekend was... A little slow. Jason Griggers held what he called a soft opening at his Atlanta area salon this weekend. He served a handful of clients, his first in six weeks. We're trying to stagger our clients and not just load them in here so there's not so many people in here at one time. We can practice good social distancing. Georgia's not alone in relaxing stay-at-home orders. We're always going to be data-driven. Oklahoma's Republican Governor Kevin Stitt announced some businesses like gyms and restaurants will be free to open on Friday. The two guiding principles that I told Oklahomans we're going to use through this whole process was the health and safety of Oklahoma's number one, and then mitigate the loss to our economy and get our workers back working as quickly as possible. Colorado's Democratic Governor Jared Polis announced his state's stay-at-home order would end today. What matters a lot more than the date that the stay-at-home ends is what we do going forward. It doesn't accomplish anything if it's not replaced with practices that are sustainable for the weeks and months that it's likely to remain with us. At least 12 states are easing restrictions on non-essential businesses like restaurants, salons, and some retailers. None has met the CDC's guidelines for relaxing social distancing rules, a 14-day decline in hospitalizations. In California, despite a stay-at-home order, some people hit the beach. It's okay to open up and let us come to the beaches and just take the precautions that are needed. It was sunny and warm and beaches were open. I think we're all kind of just giving each other the eye, like, uh, back that beer a little too close. The sizable weekend turnout could prompt some communities to formally close beaches. Now to Washington, White House correspondent Ben Tracy's got the latest on the messaging from the Trump administration. We have to have a breakthrough innovation in testing. Dr. Deborah Burks has a different type of coronavirus test is needed to adequately screen the U.S. population. 
a so-called antigen test would more quickly and cheaply detect the body's response to the virus. Just allows you to screen large numbers of individuals quickly. Burks also said the White House is working with states to increase testing capacity. I'm Tom Foti. President Trump had no virus briefings over the weekend, and the White House crisis messaging strategy is apparently pivoting from medical briefings to stressing what Mr. Trump hopes will be an economic comeback. His Treasury Secretary previewed that message. I think as we begin to reopen the economy in May and June, you're going to see the economy really bounce back in July, August, September. Secretary Steve Mnuchin was on Fox News Sunday. Airlines, which would be normally gearing up for a busy summer travel season, are now trying to chart a course for survival. Transportation correspondent Chris Van Cleve. United expects to fly fewer people during all of May than it did in a single day in May 2019. Pilot Jim Crail. And what is flying like these days? I would describe it as empty. The industry is going to get smaller for the foreseeable future. Jamie Baker tracks the airlines for J.P. Morgan Chase. But if nothing changes between now and September 30th, Uh, We fear that October 1st is going to be one of the darkest days for airline labor, really since the dawn of commercial flight. Expedia Group Chairman Barry Diller tells Face the Nation economic predictions and airline plans are, for now at least, unrealistic. The idea that you can take the middle seat out of an airplane and have any kind of, quote, social distancing is absurd. You can't. It does not work. Social distancing works when it's complete, when you're not in tight capsules like a plane. Now overseas, where the British Prime Minister is back at work after a nasty case of the virus, CBS's Vicki Barker is in London. Recovered from the COVID-19 he says nearly killed him, Boris Johnson praised Brits for starting to flatten the coronavirus curve. If the virus were a mugger, he said. Then this is the moment when we have begun together to wrestle it to the floor. But Johnson warning relaxing the lockdowns too soon could reignite the pandemic. Elsewhere in Europe, though, children in Spain allowed to play outside after six weeks indoors. The trees are so green. Former Epicenter Italy planning to ease its lockdowns next week, and schools and restaurants will reopen in Belgium next month. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A top South Korean official says intelligence indicates there have been no unusual developments in North Korea, despite the stories about a dramatic health downturn for leader Kim Jong-un. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. There's been silence from within North Korea on Chairman Kim's condition. And despite official media not showing any updated images of the leader for over two weeks, we did get a report today that Kim has sent his appreciation to workers in the country. South Korean officials, for their part, insist Kim's doing okay. that North-South military communications normal. Plans are still being re-emphasized for inter-Korean railways, as agreed on this day in 2018. The New York Times has identified about a dozen publicly traded companies that recently boasted about their access to capital then applied for and received millions of dollars in the federal loan program designed for small businesses. Some big companies have said they'll return federal money. Also expected to get money from the Paycheck Protection Program, the Girl Scouts of Alaska. The state council says it has 144,000 unsold boxes of cookies and will use the money to pay employees and cover scholarship programs. Because of this pandemic, there's no baseball, no basketball, no tennis. No Rafael Nadal grunting and grinding, but he and other top players, men and women, are competing in a video game tournament in a digitally designed stadium to look like the one in Madrid, Spain, where they'd be playing this week. About the return of tennis, Nadal says he's very pessimistic because...
because of all the global travel involved for the sport. The pandemic has forced many people to seek food pantry help. One group is helping keep pets fed. Dog owners in Pittsburgh who are in financial trouble are getting a helping paw from Jonathan Plassett's charity, which is giving out free dog food. Hearing the desperation in people's voices, our board acted quickly. And we authorized the purchase of 150,000 pounds of food. The need is widespread. There were people showing up in, in nicer cars, and they're in, are, you know, immediately were thinking, well, do they need food? Well, they open their window, you know, crying and telling us their story. We realized this does stretch uh, to everybody. And the Pittsburgh Aviation Animal Rescue Team's already planning another giveaway. <laughs> Sam Litzinger, CBS News. It was a cat that was tossed during a Zoom meeting of the city planning board in Viejo, California. The board member who threw the animal while drinking what apparently was a beer has resigned. And that's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.